Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Welcome, welcome back to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. My name is Gabby and I am grateful for you tuning in. Thanks so much for being here and taking time to really just invest in you. Um, But just you listening um, week by week supports the show and means so much to me. So um, every download, every listen means the world and um, just keeps me uh, going forward here. So I don't even know where the month has gone. Like how are we already into, what is it, the last week of October? Hold on, I need to pull up my calendar. This is, yeah, we're like the last full week of October. Wow. And then November, December, and before you know it, we're all singing Happy New Year. Just like that. So I really hope that you guys um, just cherish these last few months of the year, that you fill them with your loved ones, that you create special memories, that you don't hold or that you don't um, take things for granted. Um, and just really soak up the time um, that you have with people that maybe you don't see as often. Um, and yeah, just also making the most out of the rest of this year. What? How do you want to finish off the year? And um, what do you want to reflect on? So that'll be, wow, to, to do a podcast on reflecting on the year. That's <laughs> kind of crazy to think about. Like, I feel like ever since 2020 hit, like, how in the world are we already approaching three years later? Like, 2023 is coming. I don't even know how to process, how to process any of that. (laughs) Um, But we'll do it together. We'll do it here. So anyway, just really wanted you to um, just fully embrace these last couple years, uh, or these last couple years, these last couple months of the year uh, and make the most of them. And don't wish them away um, as hard or stressful um, or if they open memories or hurts um, or losses. um, Just hope that you can be refreshed and find new ways to enjoy them and get through them and make the most of them. So uh, let's see. This week, we'll just kind of roll right into it. Um, oh, but quickly, I have to tell you guys, we are finding out the gender of baby next week, and I'm so excited, so excited to find out. Um, 
we will be finding out on Thursday, October 27th. So boy or girl, gotta let me know. Um, my husband and I both think it's a boy. Our boys both think it's a girl. They think Juliet should have a sister. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be exciting to find out. My husband and I will go, we'll find out together. And, um, yeah, that's just what we've always done. And we, uh, just, we just find out right then. Um, and then we'll just, we'll have the kids kind of, we'll, we'll reveal to the kids in a fun way. Uh, and we'll take a video of that and send that to all of our close family and friends before we make that public. But really excited to find out what that is and just crazy to think that I'm already halfway. Like, my goodness, I will be 20 weeks on the day that we find out. Um, and yeah, feeling good, starting to get to the point where I feel um, not like laying on my belly is kind of like, mm, yep, that's not super comfortable, um, getting out of bed, kind of now I have to start rolling to the side, <laughs> can't just crunch up and get up and go, um, yeah, starting to feel a little bit more of that round belly, um, getting in, not get in the way, but you know, just start to really make itself known, um, that I have to kind of shift, oh yeah, I tried leaning down to try, tie my shoelace to fix it, <laughs> And I was like, oh, I can't reach. Nope, I can't do it. So that was uh, eye-opening to kind of where I'm at uh, right now. So um, yeah, just uh, still plugging away here and uh, excited to chat a little bit more about um, kind of what what lies ahead with this pregnancy and our, our plans and uh, all of that stuff. We'll be sharing more of that with you guys, but um, yeah, just super grateful for healthy pregnancy so far and healthy baby. Um, as far as we know, we'll find out more on Thursday uh, and kind of go from there. So, all right. So this week, I wanted to chat a little bit about cooking from home because, uh, it, you know, we're in the Midwest here. So, you know, no matter where you listen, um, doesn't it, this will still apply. But, you know, we're starting to kind of hunker down. It's getting cold chillier months and you just kind of think of all the warm you know soups and chilies and um, casseroles or just warm dishes um, that really just fill your soul and fill up your body and just yeah you kind of get into this mode of you know it's not just it's not grill season it's not campfire season it's not uh, you know cool food salad season um, and just the benefits of cooking at home and just really wanting to encourage you guys to to just give it a go and really start to get in your kitchens and make mistakes and have meals that aren't delicious and then you learn from that and you make something delicious eventually like if you are not good at being in the kitchen that is okay you have to start somewhere but it's only going to serve you in your home long term if you actually learn and you actually practice and you try things and you ask them what did they like what didn't they like what would they like to see more of you know did you like this spice oh no not really okay I'll remember that next time I won't use it um you know just different different things um every family is different in what they 
like and what they don't like and um, us as moms and um, you know wives and all of the things um, I think it's really important and sometimes I mean my husband can cook he definitely can he's definitely not as passionate about it as me but he knows how to make a meal if he needs to like he's not um, you know not skilled in that area Uh, but I'm the one typically in the kitchen doing things, coming up with recipes and um, all of the things. So, you know, it's it's not just a girl thing to do. But um, I think there's just such a, a neat thing to be able to bless your home with um, a skill that everybody needs to have um, in order to really nourish your body fully, nourish your family, and give it give your family good, wholesome hard work you know meal a hard-earned meal that you worked worked to put on the table it wasn't just a click on the app on the phone and delivered or picked up or um just slapped you know gotten in the frozen section at the store and thrown in the freezer like or in the oven to to cook up you actually spent the time and the love and the energy and all of that and the resources to put something together that's going to make your family come together at the table and enjoy something. So that is my goal with this quick podcast here. Just um, I think that we've lost touch with our health and our bodies because we've lost touch with our food. So like people are so, they feel sick, they feel ill, they don't know what's up, what's down. They are craving things. They just, they, yeah, our, our world is very different. Now, I'm not saying we have to go back to like, we got to have our own fields and hunt and kill our own meat. And like, no, we have such great resources these days to be able to not have to do any of that. But we've gotten so used to the convenient and like the less in the kitchen we are, the less we're, you know, having to shop for the foods and figure out what goes with what and like just all the basics and just learning how does it get from start to finish and onto the table. We just get it into our bellies and we don't even think about, you know, where where it necessarily all like comes from. And I think that's such a neat thing to be able to give to our kids when we, excuse me, when we can um, teach them the whole process. Um, I mean, that's one thing I love about gardening is like, hey, look, we grew this and this is just how anything else in the store that we buy is how it's it's done. Like, this is how a tomato is grown and, you know, people grow them and ship them and this is how they're at the store. But look, we can do it here at our home. It's fresh. It doesn't have to be shipped um, and, and sitting in a store. Um, no pesticides or any ucky things have to go on them to keep them fresher for longer through all the traveling they have to go through and sitting in the store. Um, they're able to be picked at the best time, like all of the things. So it's just neat to be able to give your kids um, an opportunity to to be hands-on and um, visual with some of those um, some of those things. So I just think that we've been fueling our bodies with a lot of ultra-processed, nutrient-depleted, chemical-laden foods and Um, it's just because we've morphed into a culture that's fast paced, we're impatient and we're highly marketed too. It's, 
it's a lot of marketing stuff too. Commercials, all the flashy um, commercials and then you walk through the stores and all of the packaging, the pretty packaging and your kids want it because they put it right at eye level for them to see. Um, maybe you see celebrities talking about something. I always wonder if they actually use the product or if they were just like, yeah, you're going to pay me this much money to talk about your product? Sure, no problem. I'll do it. And then everybody thinks that uh, drinking Coke or Gatorade is good for them because, you know, so-and-so on the TV who's an athlete said so and drinks it. So that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> um, so yeah, just because, you know, we're fast-paced, we're impatient, we aren't in our kitchens anymore. Or we aren't in our kitchens that much or for long. Family dinner at the table is less common and we're over-consuming food, yet we're undernourished so we've got no problem eating the food our problem is eating the right foods and getting the right nutrition um and and really just thinking about what are you teaching the next generation you're just teaching them to go through the drive-thru you're just teaching them to grab the freezer meals are you teaching them just to eat like you know boxed hamburger helper all the time um yeah, that doesn't help them. That doesn't help our society get healthier. It doesn't help our kids learn the value of making a meal from scratch, from start to finish. Um, and they don't have to be complicated. They, they can be simple um, and nourishing. And it will go a long way. Because you'll be spending more time doing the things that you love rather than feeling energy depleted or sick in the hospital, at the doctor, on the couch, you know, needing to buy this and buy that to feel better. You're, you can put your time and energy and money and resources towards good food that's going to ultimately fuel you and your family for life rather than relying on the grocery store, you know, prepackaged things or McDonald's or any of those places um even if it's a healthy restaurant healthier restaurant like that's fine but like how many times are you relying on all of that you know rotisserie chickens at Costco why don't you cook your own that's not injected with all the stuff they put in there you know it's fine every now and again totally super convenient I've done it but I do not rely on it all the time because I know that it's not something that we need to consume all the time. I'd rather make sure that we're buying a better chicken or if I can find one on sale, you know, and put the spices and ingredients that I would want to flavor it with uh, more often than not. So that is what I, what I encourage you guys to do. Um, so yeah, in terms of, yeah, just teaching your ne the next generation, paving the way for them. Do you bring your kids to the grocery store? Are you growing a garden? Are you getting them involved in making meals? Teaching them to eat the rainbow. I mean, that was one way that we um, really started to talk to um, our oldest. Um, just kind of talk about, I think it was really when COVID hit and he was having questions and we were trying to, to help explain some things. Um, like just how to keep ourselves healthy and why some people aren't as healthy. And we just say that like it's pretty simple and it's really just, you know, you think of the rainbow. There's so many different color foods and all of them have a purpose. And um, we just want to eat the rainbow. We want to eat a variety of things that are, and they're all filled with different kinds of vitamins and minerals. 
Um, and so we always just, you know, try to remind them of that. And, you know, we say we eat the rainbow in our house. This is what we do. Um, and it's good for us. I mean, you know, growing a garden, it could be a simple thing as, you know, whether you're an elaborate gardener or, you know, you want to grow a couple of your favorite things. Like literally you could just pick one thing and start growing it and get your kids involved. Grow some radishes, grow some tomatoes, grow lettuce, whatever it is that you know your family's going to eat. It, the kids get so excited. I mean, adults get excited. It's so fun. Um, and, it, and it just gives a whole other lesson of like from start to finish. This is how it began and this is how it ends. And then you get to consume it. And guess what? You grew it and it's pretty rewarding. It's pretty rewarding to pick it and eat it and be like, oh, I didn't have to go anywhere for that. It was right here and it's fresh, it's clean, there's no bad things on it, it wasn't handled by anyone but me and um, yeah, you feel very accomplished um, when that happens. So if you don't believe me, just try it, <laughs> just try it. Um, yeah, getting them in the grocery store and, but seriously, I know moms with littles, you, it's not something you want to do all the time. So you could either make it a dedicated, like, educating time of shopping um, or just try to sprinkle some things in while you're trying to get most of your shopping done. But I get it. I definitely, I definitely struggle with the grocery store and bringing all my kids. But sometimes it's just, you know what, we're just going to do it. Um, you make the most of it. You try and get them involved. Um, or you'll just let them watch a video on your phone because sometimes that's how you get through <laughs> Especially if I want to read labels on things before buying it. It's like we're comparing prices on certain things and I have to do the math. Then I have to take the phone away and say, hold on a minute, mommy needs your phone. Because <laughs> I always forget to bring the iPad. Um, but that was just a side note. So just, yeah, just bring them into the store. They have to know at least. So it's like, you know, get them, get them comfortable with that. Don't make it such a, this is what mommy does. Like they need to know and get them involved so that they are set up for success in the future. Uh, well, that was my, my next point. Set your children up for success. Um, you know, nothing bad has ever come out of choosing to eat from home more often. I think that we need to choose that more often. Um, and we're a society that, you know, we gather around food. Like anything that we do, oh, what, what can I bring? Like, it doesn't even matter. It could just be the smallest thing, but yet there's food there or an appetizer or a drink. Um, but most cultures and, and here in America, like, Food is a way that it just brings people together, right? Um, so we are we are so in tune with like just always having food and needing it and um, using it as a way to bond and spend time together. So you know, as I mentioned, the holidays are coming up. Like, is a huge part of coming together, um, and and it's a beautiful thing. And so you know, the dinner time is so important um, to spend that time together and and eat a meal that. Um, you've cooked. When you're cooking from home, you are more in control of your ingredients. You worked hard for that meal and you're practicing a life skill that's going to serve you long term. So I'm all about being in control. I'm sure everyone's raising their hands. I mean, how are you? I mean, don't tell me you don't ever like to be in control. Like we all like that feeling <laughs> most times. Um, but when it comes to my food and our ingredients, like if I can be in control of as most of it as I can, I want to. 
I want to because I know that it's going to benefit us. And so one way I can do that is being able to cook from home and buying the right ingredients and using the olive oil or avocado oil or coconut oil over the vegetable or canola or soybean. Nope, that ain't, you ain't going to find that in my muffins or in, you know, in my burgers or whatever. Like, nope, that's not a part of um, our cooking. Um, and it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, complicated if you don't want it to be. Um, simple home cooking, simple home cooked meals, um, they're, they're really easy to come by. I mean, we also have so much on the internet. We have access to Pinterest and Instagram. I feel like Instagram just constantly keeps showing me recipes and people's, oh my gosh, like seriously, I'm like, oh, what's this one? Oh, what are they making in this one? Save. Oh, I need to go to their website and find and pin their recipe because I want to make that. Like seriously, Instagram has turned into foodstagram, recipe stuff instagram basically <laughs> um so it's just uh it's, it just cracks me up because i feel like oh the algorithm right because i'm saving more and i'm viewing these videos they know what i want to watch so here we go let's just fatten gabby up even more because you know she wants to make all the brownies and cookies and whatever else is being shown to me um but yeah so another side note but it's so easy just to find the simple things. People have such easy, simple recipes out there, and it's and it's not hard. I will say cooking for me is easier than, like, like baking, I cannot come up with recipes, like, um, by myself. Like, um, I, I don't know exactly the exact measurements of things when it comes to baking, so I need to follow a recipe for that. For cooking... I typically can look at a recipe and tweak it how I need to adjust it. Um, I can come up with things on my own a little bit easier now uh, where it doesn't have to be to a T because it's not a science of like the rising and the baking and the, the eggs and the like all that stuff and how it all adds together um, to create the baked good. Um, so there's just two very different things. Uh, but f for me, I grew up in a larger family and so did Alex. So growing up in the larger families, we just grew accustomed to eating at home more. It would, was too much to eat out often. Um, so we, we ate at home simply because it was budget friendly. So, you know, pastas, meats, veggies, and starches, um, you know, the homemade bread, um, you know, you like a hash type thing so you have like small cubed potatoes with ground beef and a veggie and a veggie in there maybe you have a little gravy or something um you know the side the salads and things like that stir fries um you know I didn't grow up on all the healthiest things but um over time you know as I got older and our family expanded and grew and things like that um there you know our our menu expanded we'll say but yeah so just a lot of um things that could go a long way I mean my mom used to you know we just we used to get ramen noodles and put a package of you know some ground beef in there and some veggies and just try to make it go a long way um it was a way to make you know some meat go a long way um and and things like that so um yeah being in a large larger family just kind of forced me to eat at home um, a bit more and uh, yeah, so you just have to start simple. 
don't have to overcomplicate it and eventually you'll want to experiment and you're going to want to try more things or your family's going to want you to or give you ideas or whatever and um you know we've talked a lot on this podcast there is a fruit fly here is driving me absolutely nuts and I like just want to smack him (laughs) oh I got him I got him okay he like would not leave me alone okay um but like I forgot what I was talking about yeah just starting simple um oh we've talked a lot on this podcast about failing and not being afraid to try something and not letting a failure set you back but it's a way it's an opportunity for growth and to move forward and so when you burn a meal or it tastes awful or you subbed a different ingredient that you definitely shouldn't have subbed in there um but you found out the hard way like great that doesn't mean you're bad at cooking that you'll never get it how are you ever going to get it if you don't ever try and you don't ever get feedback from other people or yourself um so yeah just plan to have some flops that's what I tell people when I teach them sourdough I had my own flops I had my duds I sometimes still get my duds and I don't know where it comes from it just comes out of nowhere and I'm like oh okay maybe I was distracted or I missed something or who knows what um so yeah start simple don't do complicated recipes do things your family will eat maybe you need to have a powwow with them and say hey mommy's gonna start cooking at home a little bit more you know maybe think of the places you like to go eat and try and replicate some of that I am all for doing that like you know making something that's not quite as healthy or it's an eating out type thing like how can you make chicken nuggets at home how could you make breaded chicken how could you make um french fries like some of those fun foods like make them more homemade um i mean one of our i mean we really rotate honestly is organic rice we don't do brown rice all the time but typically organic long grain white rice is one of our options for a dinner we have either um, larger cubed potatoes um, in our air fryer we love those they're so good the air fryer mm, it like crisps them up perfect olive oil and seasonings and then you throw those puppies in there so good um, I mean mashed potatoes you could do I mean I mean really you could do anything stir-fried um, you know so those are our two main like starches we don't do a lot of pastas or casseroles in this home um, just like the boys and I will eat and Juliet will eat um like pasta things more for like lunch or if we decide to do it for dinner um I just make some separate things then for like my husband um so that I can cater to his preferences and his um his likings uh, because we're all a little bit different so you know I don't always want to make different meals um but sometimes I'm like hey uh, dad's gonna have pizza and we're gonna have our spaghetti tonight like that's just how it's gonna go um because that's easy so sometimes that's how it works um homemade pizzas are so fun and so easy like you know you can even prep and make them ahead of time if you want to but in other words otherwise it's it's really not hard it's it's super simple um and and just getting cleaner ingredients into your body so it takes planning it takes preparation and I get it yes sometimes you you know some of you are full-time workers you don't necessarily you're not a stay-at-home mom or maybe you stay home part-time and you really just have to plan and prep in those pockets of time and really make it happen um but it's really going to benefit you so much more in your family um so don't let you know the time thing be an excuse you know where are we wasting our time honestly so I, I just there's time there's always time 
Um, you can make things in bulk. You can freeze them. We always make dinner rolls. I'm not always making dinner rolls. I make enough so that we have extra and we freeze them and I pull them out a couple at a time when, you know, Alex wants a couple with dinner or Winston does. And I usually have my sourdough already for those of us that prefer sourdough. Um, yeah, like there's, you know, veggies in the freezer always. Like there's just, you just have to plan a little bit extra and have some extra things on hand and make them, make a little extra at a time so you can pull some out for the next meal when you want them. Um, and the goal is to always, you know, just find the things that your family really gravitates towards. It has to be customized to you and your family. Um, so your body's always going to crave more of what you give it. So if you're going to give it junk, it's going to want the junk. If you nourish it with homemade, that's what it's going to want. It will want more of the homemade. Uh, I'm not ever saying to never go through the drive through never grab the rotisserie chicken, never, you know, grab the easy um, Marie Colander lasagna pan to throw in your oven. Like sometimes life, yeah, it, it all depends. It, it really all depends. Um, I will say that when I want fast food or drive, like takeout, like just where it's easy, where I'm like, can we just go pick something up? Um, sometimes you know, Alex loves Domino's. So we'll do Domino's sometimes. Um, sometimes I'll grab something from the Chinese restaurant that's always next to a Domino's. Why is there, can someone explain to me? I feel like every Domino's has a Chinese restaurant next to it. I mean, I'm not complaining, but like literally everywhere. Um, <laughs> uh, prove me wrong. You, you tell me. Um, so sometimes I'll grab Chinese. Sometimes they eat the Domino's, but otherwise like if I can line it up, um, I will order a chipotle salad and i will go to chipotle and pick up and i mean it's so i I could eat that like multiple times a week or just once a week every week if i could um so i really try to try to choose the better um not that chinese food is better but um just saying chipotle is one of my main go-to's when i'm like i don't want chick-fil-a i don't want arby's i don't want you know it's it's not um not my cup of tea sometimes and and honestly most of the time my family doesn't feel good afterwards or they're in the bathroom and we just are like yeah we're glad we don't eat this way all the time and honestly it has stopped me from going through the drive-thru at Culver's when I see my favorite flavor of the day but I know I have my Costco ice cream in the freezer that I know doesn't give me gut rot it has stopped me many times where I'm like you know what it actually it just doesn't make me feel good and I could just make my own favorite flavor of the day with the really good cleaner ingredient ice cream in my freezer so um save me time and uh, a little tummy ache even if it does taste good um yeah we used to do we used to get culvers quite a bit but i'm always down um a good custard you have me a custard i i'm a sucker for some good custard um so yeah when you cook at home you're gonna feel better just like i've been explaining you're gonna look better you're not going to have puffiness, baggy eyes, like maybe you've got rashes or inflammation and just, uh, I don't know, things that are bogged down because of the junk ingredients that you've been eating um, or your family. Um, and it's going to help you save money. Yep. It'll help you save money. Uh, be resourceful. Use home meal kits. Some people just need to use the meal kit thing. Like I'm pretty sure it came re- became really popular um since 2020 
why does everything have to reference back to 2020? But, um, you know, the, oh my goodness, Green Chef, um, oh my gosh, why can't I think of any, uh, your plate, my plate or something? Um, yeah, there's so many ones. Why am I drawing a blank? I don't even, I don't even know. But all of those meal things where you can customize them and they ship the exact amount of ingredients you need for each meal right to your door and they give you the recipe card and boom, you can make it. Like that is where you could start. Invest a little money in doing that just to get you rocking and rolling. You're going to be able to save those recipe cards. If you're a family that likes to try all the different things, try a few different styles of recipes, different ethnicity, um, ethnic foods. Uh, and figure out which ones you really like, which ones you gravitate towards, which ones are easy to make, which ones aren't. What could you buy in bulk and start being able to make it in your home rather than needing to overpay it for these meal kit things? But honestly, they do come in come in hand, handy. Um, so I would look. I don't know why I'm calling them meal kits, but I hope you know what I'm talking about. I really don't know why I can't think of any of the names. Um, Every Plate, that's one of them. <laughs> Green Chef, is that one too? I don't know. Um, I hope that kind of sparked um, what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, really consider consider that if you need a jump start, I would highly recommend it. We don't need it, um, but I get it. I do. And I think it's such a cool thing to be offered. Um, again, you can use Pinterest. You can use Instagram. You can use YouTube. You could use your mom or your grandma. Like, oh my goodness, let them teach you. Maybe find a couple um, like family traditional recipes that are just mm, good use them use all of those resources okay just be resourceful um yeah and and don't use the excuses of time or or um not knowing where to start like yeah it, it really doesn't have to be complicated and you might surprise yourself um in what you what you'll accomplish and you'll feel accomplished and you'll feel more equipped and you'll be able to get your kids involved and they're going to be equipped and they're not going to have to rely on a microwaved or oven thing in the future. Um, and they're going to feel good and they're going to feel healthy and they're going to know exactly, you know, what's going to nourish their bodies and enjoy the convenience of the convenient food of our day in our society when it's needed and when it's actually needed to be convenient. Um, you know, when you're going through hard times or it's just a crazy busy day or week, um, you know, those are the times when it could just really be, be a blessing and um, really help. But it also can really be a blessing when you know that, hey, you know what? I actually made a bunch of this ahead of time. We can just pull it right out of the freezer and enjoy it. Um, or I have, you know, it's not hard to whip this up. It won't take me long. You know, for our family, we really... Because, you know, I cater, you know, more of the dinner times to be a little bit more um, to my husband's preferences um, because I can do things during the day with my kids that they would enjoy um, or, or that I would like them to enjoy more of that I know like dad wouldn't. Um, you know, we'll, we'll um, do most of our dinners of, like I said, the rice or the potato. Um, you know, we'll do some salads, but like it's chicken, pork, beef. Ta so we would do like tacos we do ground turkey tacos um we've done ground bison tacos um i'll do like you know like a hash type thing so we'll cook up the potatoes really small 
and then we'll, you know we'll have the ground beef in there sometimes I make a little gravy sauce that goes with it uh, we love pot pie homemade pot pie is great um yeah but we we cook up pork chops we bread things sometimes uh, our dinners are very pretty simple and when I'm feeling like I want to go um, above and beyond and take the time to make something for me like I actually made uh, my bison chili uh, in the crock pot and I'm really the only one that'll eat it um, my kids aren't big chili fans and there's kind of some chunks of tomatoes in there and and I get it that's fine but I was like oh it is cold and I'm really I found some bison marked down and and on sale so I, I bought three packs and um, there's sweet potato in there I threw some zucchini and some beans um, added a couple extra things but I use my homemade beef bone broth uh, and I've been eating that the last couple days just for me um, to have on hand and so you know I make a few things for myself um, but we'll do chicken soup um, in these cooler months we'll have the dinner rolls already made um, most of the time in the freezer um, in bulk I'll have the sourdough um, yeah so like our meals are very simple uh, but you know like pastas are super easy too I mean if you haven't heard of the feta pasta tomato cherry tomato thing that went viral on tiktok I mean just go google feta pasta on tiktok or whatever and it'll pop up um, that one is super good the boys and I actually um, I always say the boys and I all of my kids and I <laughs> enjoy it very much um, but again not catered to my husband's preferences which is fine so sometimes it'll be one of the nights he has pizza or we do it for lunch or whatever um, so yeah so it, our meals are it's 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 real simple you know pie crust oh how can I make that homemade oh pot pie how can I make that homemade oh pizzas how can I make that homemade or but I get it. Sometimes um, you need to find the easier the easier out, and, and frozen pizzas are great um, when needed. Uh, I don't always have the time to, to make those ahead of time. Um, but again, when you're cooking from home, you're going to feel better. So I hope that like some of those gave you some practical ideas, some advice, some tips. And you're just, you're really putting into practice the reading the labels like we've talked about and becoming your own health advocate. Because here at Rooted in Health, like I say all the time, we're here for the long run. We're, we, we're here to serve our bodies for the long run. We're not here for any short-term, quick-fix type, type things. And, and this is a great place to start, right, in your home. And, um, you know, make it like a restaurant. It, it was so sweet. Um, the other day, Winston made a comment that, like, Mom, homemade is the best or something like that. I don't remember what he was eating. Uh, maybe it was that we had applesauce and homemade bread and beans from our garden or something with our dinner. Um, and, and we had commented like, look, this is from our garden. Mommy made this bread. We canned the applesauce and, and it's all from homemade. And he's like, oh, homemade is the best, you know. And that just warms my heart because like, look, it, we worked hard for that. We made it and we grew it. I'll rebaked it, whatever. Um and so I say, yeah, this is like the Flader restaurant. That's that. This is our restaurant, and and we get to eat good food here. Um, man, if I could own a restaurant, gosh, man, that would be a dream. I know that is so stressful and comes with so much, but if it could just be an easy button thing where I could just like make people good food all the time, 
um, yeah, that would be a dream. That would be a dream for, for sure. I, I feel like that's always been on my heart and who knows, who knows what God has in store down the road. Um, but I, I would love that opportunity somehow, some way, um, for a farm to table type experience for people. Um, yeah, so make your home the restaurant that your family wants to eat at every night. And once you start eating this way, you're never going to look back. So I hope that this blessed you, that this encouraged you and motivated you to want to be in your kitchen more. Just try it. Start with ordering those meal kits if you got to start from square one and someone has to give you the step-by-step instructions. I get it. Me, it comes really naturally. I, I, I love it. Um, growing up again in a large family, I had to learn how to make some meals because I had to help um, my mom and so did Alex. Like his, him and his siblings were all on rotation of like, this is your day for lunch and his mom would have taught them a few different kinds of meals and be like, okay, this is what is for lunch and you learned how to make this, so make it for everyone, you know. Um, or for breakfast, or whatever it might be. And so, you know, these are just things that we um, had grown up with. But I, I understand that everybody has that same kind of growing up, that upbringing. Um, but just think about if you didn't have that, what are your kids going to have? And how are they, how are, how are you supporting them in their future um, with their health and their wellness um, so that they can thrive and be able to live life to the fullest and not having to be worried about um being bogged down with health issues or just the energy, low energy and um, yeah, any of that, any of that kind of stuff, just, just struggling um, because it really, there's really something to be said when you're just nourishing your body with real food, real animal meat, real, you know, vegetables and fruits and homemade and less of the processed oils and sugars and and you're eating the full fat dairy and you're having the the good sourced things good pasteurized eggs um none of this like fake egg crap and and like whatever boxed stuff and yeah like it there is just something to be said with how much your body responds to um to when you give it the right things long term so with that being said I hope that this was helpful please give me any feedback or comments um, share this on your social media um, or share this privately with a friend or a family member who needs to just be encouraged or um, just have insight to to this and um, uh, that would mean so much to me and tag me in your stories you can share in our um, Rooted in Health Facebook group that's always linked in my email or in this podcast show notes um, and just share your questions, takeaways, maybe a win that you had, share a meal that you made that your family enjoyed. I love being able to, to see your guys' feedback um, and hear about it and um, all of that stuff. So with that, I hope you guys have an awesome week and happy cooking. <laughs> Talk to you soon. <laughs>